I'm DJ Psyched, and you're listening to the Get Psyched Podcast. Let's get psyched about music. This is episode two of the Get Psyched Podcast, where we get psyched about music. Today I have in a very special guest, Jonathan Brown. Hello. I'm Jonathan, also known as PME. I've known him since high school, and he makes his own music, and he's an independent artist, which is why I have him as the first of the DIY series here on this channel. We are just going to talk a little bit about your journey in music and, and how you got into it, because you make all of your stuff yourself. You do far more than just make your own music, so I wanted you to, to talk a bit about that. How did you get into the art scene in general? This was back in like high school uh, at first. I don't know if you actually knew this or not, but at first I wanted to do like game design. Just after a while of just like realizing that drawing, it's fun, but like it get it got boring really quickly. At least for me, uh, music was like the next thing for me. And just listening to music, hearing music was always, you know, I was always around it. So it was really easy for me to kind of like slide into you know, producing and making music. No, I didn't know about that, uh, the game design thing, but I do, we, we took art together in high school, like visual arts. Yeah. So I, I figured you were always kind of an art kid. Uh, <laughs> but you have recently released an EP, uh, and you've been releasing stuff pretty steadily since you started last year. Thank you, I appreciate it, because I never, I didn't really think I was dropping it steadily, but I mean, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, you started making music, or like releasing music, last year and mm -hmm. I feel like you've released a, a good amount in that in that period of time especially because like I said you, you do this all on your own which mm -hmm. is another thing I thought would be really fun to talk about because we both at some point have been to college and studied music in college <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted I wanted you to talk about that a little bit because yeah I think that's something that a lot of people talk about these days is like when you're getting into this kind of industry do you need schooling for it is it is it worth it for everyone? How should you know? And how did you know what route was better for you? First, to answer that question, in my humble opinion, I really don't think you need school for it. I mean, it would help, yes, but most of the stuff that they teach you in college about like music production, music industry, all that stuff, you can definitely learn on your own. Like there are plenty of artists out there that didn't go to school, all that type of stuff. And I mean, it will help, yes, because, you know, you get the training, you can do all this other type of stuff, you know, you, certain classes are required. You'll get the experience too. That's one thing I will say is really good about it is that you'll be able to meet other people that do music. But I mean, in my humble opinion, it, it, it's a waste of money unless you were you really like school it's a waste of money to me yeah yeah it's look i was gonna say i already owe money for the one semester i did and i mean in all honesty i didn't really learn much all i really learned was like a little bit of music theory that i already knew it is useless to me but again it could definitely help because you'll be in the environment of music like, you'll be around other people that may or may not be like-minded, and you'll be able to connect with them and you actually collab and stuff like that. So Yeah, I think those are two really good points, because I, I agree. I think that the curriculum, a lot of times, uh, in, a, in a field such as music, like, when you learn in school, it's not hands-on enough. Mm-hmm. 
And and so I can see why that wouldn't really be that beneficial. I do think that if if a program were were done right, then it could be very beneficial. But the way I see it, and this is just like my opinion, I think, I mean, the only way you can really learn to make music is to make music. And so yeah. I think that like online resources, online classes, and uh, I don't know, literally just watching YouTube videos and replicating it can sometimes be a lot more helpful than sitting in a classroom and not getting that hands-on experience. 100%. Like, I mean, the program I use is Ableton. Like, I taught myself how to use Ableton. I taught myself how to use it. Not almost everything, because I'm still learning and still, you know, finding different things in the program that I didn't know about. But for the most part, I taught myself how to do it. And honestly, if I was still in school, I may or may not have even learned how to use Ableton. Yeah, that's so. a that's a good point. That was something I, I wanted to ask you about, too. Like, a lot of people, when they first get into music, they get really overwhelmed. Uh, they don't know what resources to go to, especially if they decide they're not going to do school. So, so how would you tell someone to go about it? All I'm going to say is YouTube is your best friend in situations like this. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Yeah, YouTube is definitely your best friend. It could be as simple as, you know, a beginner's guide to using FL Studios or a beginner's guide to using Ableton, Pro Tools, any of those. Like, you, if you have any trouble or any, you know, just any questions in general, you could definitely go to Google, YouTube, and you could find a video or find some post somewhere on the Internet about how to do that thing. I mean, it's readily available to you. Like, once you get it, you could sit there and play with it for, like, a good hour or two, just doing whatever, trying to figure it out yourself. But, I mean, if it's just too complicated, definitely go to Google or YouTube. Like, that's best friend, for me at least. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I totally agree. Back to a point that you made earlier, because I think it, it would add on to this, where you said that the the one benefit that you could really see in a school like program would be other people, and uh, we could go into a whole thing about how like as long as you get yourself into the music scene, you could you could get that benefit. But uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but as far as like other people, I would say that that's a big one too, right? Like meeting other musicians as far as learning on your own. Definitely, because I mean, it teach you it, you get experiences like whether it's you sitting in the studio with someone sitting there just trying to make music or like, you know, you're with maybe a singer or with a, a guitar player, or piano player, and you're just sitting there talking about music. You may want to record a couple of things, you know, you both, it, the experience of it will definitely help too. Cause if you ever come into a situation like that again, you'll know what to expect, what to do. I totally agree. I think, Working with other musicians is a really powerful thing. I mean, you've you've taught me a lot of things in the few times that mm -hmm. we've like sat down with our programs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that uh, especially in the in the DIY type scene and in the independent scene, it's important to have other uh, artists around you to like teach each other things, but also to split some of the work, I guess, in a sense. Like like for example, I literally asked you before this podcast if you would help me make an intro because. I like your beats. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, that that kind of work, I know that your logo was made by one of your friends, right? Yeah. So I think that, uh, I don't know, to me, I think that's a really big part of being a DIY musician, you know, is surrounding yourself by people who are doing this too. Yeah. Surround yourself with people that will help you and benefit to what you're doing, you know, people that will actually support you. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Now, back back to your work, because 
you you also do a lot of things on your own besides just make your music like you make your your album artwork and all that and you have merch <laughs> which is awesome yeah well at least for my album work and you know my uh merch and any artwork that you see majority of the time it'll be from my uh best friend like longtime best friend uh Gabe his if y'all want to check him out you know his Instagram is Gabrius Prime G A B R I U S and then Prime but like me and him basically grew up together so like first time I needed some art I, he was the first person I called like that was no question at all he was the first person especially since he you know is into he's trying to do art for a living and all that type of stuff like that was the first person I'll definitely link uh, both of you in the description of this podcast so if, if anyone wants any of that at the end it'll be in the description yeah I I, I totally see that like I, I agree the people you surround yourself are going to be a, a huge thing when you start doing mm -hmm. things on your own because you need you need that support and especially um, I'd say we're both in, in a pretty similar position with the different things we do because uh, money is an object <laughs> when you're starting mm. and um, yes. so that's that's another thing I wanted to talk about because I think something something we've talked about a lot before in the past is investing in yourself and knowing where to invest your money mm -hmm. when you start out because I mean it, it's not it's that's kind of a challenge a lot of people have is that it's hard. <laughs> it is hard, yeah. What, what 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 do you have to say about that first? Uh, I'm going to say I've learned from my mistakes because at least in my opinion, you know, the MIDI controllers and all that type of stuff, they definitely help. But the one thing I guess I would definitely say from, like, these purchases, like, the only thing I've really bought from my music has been my launch key and then my macbook like but that's more of because i decided to save up and i was like i want this if you want to get into music as long as you have a laptop and you can find like some free program that you can use to make music that's honestly all you need like if you want to get started invest your money and just save for a minute like uh, it's the it's two guys that I know, not personally, but I follow them, and they always say they like save your money and put it towards something you know that you actually need. Like I still live with my parents, and that's the thing. I would rather be saving my money so that I could buy more equipment or buy stuff that's needed than to have a whole bunch of bills to pay and stuff. And I wouldn't be able to invest in myself. So for right now, I mean, I'm glad I bought you know, my launch key, I'm glad I have my MacBook because they have definitely helped me 100%. But if you have a laptop and you just want to get started, definitely just try and find a, you know, the free version of one of these programs and just start. Like, no matter what, you got to at least start somewhere. Because then think about it, when you do start and you have your money together, you'll be able to, you know, later down the line, buy the actual version and, You'll be able, you'll be able to put the knowledge that you got from that into the new pro into the program. So, I mean, just save your money. That's it. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, yeah, I think you made a lot of really good points in there too. Because um, that's that's definitely like the number one advice I'd give anyone investing in anything. Right? It's like start with don't like don't overthink it. Like you don't need the full version of Ableton right away. 
Like they they have light versions. Yeah, you don't need a mic immediately. Like, yeah, that can wait. You don't need you know the MIDI controller because you can always key stuff in. I've gotten into the habit of just keying stuff in now. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that because I think um like one of the ideas I I see people talk about a lot is that you should invest with your knowledge by like first first you invest in learning to do something so start with the mm. easiest available thing to you and just learn and as you as you outgrow the things that you started with that's when you put the mm-hmm. money into advancing yourself you know yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't dare think of getting a full version of ableton right now because i still haven't figured light out completely so like exactly so i mean it's just best to save your money just wait until you feel comfortable enough you're like okay i got this down so let me move on to the next thing. Let me save for the next thing. Yeah. And you definitely don't want to get lost in, in the equipment hunt because there's so, like you could fall down a whole rabbit hole of things that you, you could really buy. You could. And then think about it. If you do end up falling into this rabbit hole, you have thousands of dollars worth of equipment and you barely even know what you're doing. <laughs> that's that's a huge mood. Yeah. <laughs> that's some, <laughs> I talked about this with a, a coworker recently at work, how... um. It can actually be intimidating and uninspiring to have more equipment than you know what to do with than it is to just sit there with basic equipment and, and put your whole self into it. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, it was a while ago. I mean, a lot of stuff that I've gotten, I've bought it, but some things, you know, I've been able to be like, hey, my friend has this. Can I borrow it for a minute? Like, I have a mic. I don't know what kind of mic it is because I borrowed it from one of my friends. Like, I used it for, like, a good minute, but then after a while, I was just like, I barely even know what I'm doing with the program itself. So why do I have a whole mic to try and record vocals when I haven't even gotten the basics of, like, making beats down? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and something I've learned uh, <laughs> the hard way, but it's <laughs> it's a great lesson to learn either way, is that, yeah, fancy equipment will not make up for a lack of knowledge at all. Nope. And uh, I, I have made my own little tunes, and I'm not, I'm not dissing myself here, but I will say that it is overwhelming when you have something and you didn't learn the basics. And, like, I don't, I don't know how to position my mics properly and all mm-hmm. that stuff yet. And so having a really nice mic really doesn't make a difference when you're setting it up wrong and then you record it. And yeah. it, it, it doesn't even sound like you did it on a nice mic at that point. Yeah. Like, it doesn't help at all. Like, you're literally just throwing your money into a pit an endless pit that goes nowhere when you don't even know what you're doing yet like stick with the basics okay yeah. everybody out there that wants to like get into music stick with the basics first invest in then, invest in your knowledge yeah that do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's something that um one guy said once and it like blew my whole mind he was like instead of spending that money on something that you're not going to know how to use just yet you know maybe pay for an online class i know we've talked about like skillshare and all that kind of stuff before not sponsored Mm -hmm. (laughs) but those those are good resources for people trying to learn things on their own definitely like i said i mean even if you can't you know get skillshare youtube there's literally millions and millions of youtube tutorials about how to do different things in your program like you all you got to do is look up what you want to do uh, Ableton, FL Studios, Pro Tools, whichever, 
you know, doll you use and you can find it on the internet. Oh yeah. And and the internet is is good for far beyond just learning those kinds of things cuz once you get into it, I will say that uh the music I I see why the music industry is so intimidating to some people. It is pretty powerful these days how how anyone can put anything online, but most of it's not like free. Like I know with you posting on Spotify and all this other stuff, you you do have to invest in that as well. Mhm. Yeah, it's it's definitely an investment and like you said, just invest in yourself and just take take everything slow. Like take it one step at a time. Don't try and rush everything. Try to, you know, actually learn your craft before you um before you really dive into it. With the music business, this year I'm kind of learning more and more about, you know, the actual business side of it. Because, yeah, you know, you can be good at making your beats. Like, I I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but for the most part, people say, like, my stuff is good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it can be good, but how am I actually going to get it out to people if I don't, you know, take the business side of it serious? Like, I'm now starting to, like, get into, like, okay, I need to start promoting my stuff. I need to, you know, actually, instead of just, you know, putting out stuff on Spotify, I need to put stuff out on, like, beat stores so that people can lease my beat, like, you know, and they can make their songs. We can both make money from that. Like, it's it's more of just the creative side of it. Like, I've, I'm not going to say I have the creative side down pat, but to a certain extent, I have that. Like, it's wrapped up in this box, all pretty looking and stuff. But I don't have the business side of it. Like, that's the only side that this year I'm really trying to dive into because I know how to make beats. That's easy. But how to promote it, how to get it out to people, and, you know, how to do all these other things, like, that's the part that I'm going to try to learn this year. Yeah, definitely. It's like being an independent creator has so many aspects to it because – past past your craft like if you want if you want to do what you're doing um to make money off of it or just even just to get it out there so that other people can appreciate it that's like that's that's where most of the work comes in honestly like the the yeah the deeper work because it doesn't come naturally yeah it's easy to make the music it's easy to do this because if you love it it'll be easy for you you can flow real good make everything perfect that's easy but once you finish and you want the world to hear it, that's the hard part because you need to actually promote it. You need to put money into it. Like, uh, I remember when I had put the teaser, well, the uh, promo picture for my project 2020, when I put that up, I actually did like the promote thing on Instagram. And it was, I mean, honestly, it's relatively cheap. Like, I had 10 days, I spent a dollar a day, and it got to, like, maybe 5,000 people. Nice. And, I mean, yeah, it was only one problem, though, because apparently no one told me that the link that I was putting out for it went to something else and not my actual (laughs) EP. But still, I learned. I learned from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's still, like, you know, that can reach those people. So, I mean, the business side of it is equally as important is making the music. Oh, yeah. And and I like that example you gave because that's, like, something I guess a lot of people get frustrated when they make little mistakes, but all you can do is learn from it and, and know how it works next time, you know? Yeah, like, be sure to double-check everything before you, you know, 
decided to put measly ten dollars into it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and that's good like to learn lessons early on tell me a little bit about some of the music you've released recently because uh i mean you did just come out with a 202020 project did you want to talk about any meaning or idea behind that where that kind of came from uh the 202020 project was more of i wanted to come into 2020 with a bang basically like i had released i think it's four uh singles like in 2019 and that was more of me just like dabbling with everything like being like okay i can do this i want to see how many people are actually going to listen to it like how many people are actually you know going to interact with it how many people are going to share it so but with 2020 the only reason i say it's different is because like i said i want to come into 2020 with a bang and the only way i can really think of is like okay i have music so i'm going to release that and i haven't said anything about this there's two things i haven't said anything about uh february that's going to be the start of me constantly putting stuff on my beat star page which is where i uh, sell beats like where i'm going to be selling my beats where i'm going to be leasing my beats i already have two up there but you know it kind of went under the radar at least in regards to you know all my other stuff but um Next year, I mean, next month, I'm going to be starting that. And then also uh, on Valentine's Day, the 14th, I'm actually releasing a single. Nice. So, yeah, uh, I'm going, I'm trying like next month, like right now, I'm just prepping for everything to come. Like 2020 was more of this is for like the whole month, enjoy this for now. And then like next month and like every other month, like the next, you know, the months to come, that's what I'm trying to say. The months to come, that's when more stuff is going to be put out and more stuff is going to be pushed. Like, I started getting into actually making the art for my beat, like, at least for the ones that sell. I've been getting into doing that. Uh, you know, I'm, I have one of my friends, uh, Jared, who does, uh, like, kind of animation type thing, type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, he's helping me out. He's making a little animation so that I can have it in the beginning of my video. So I'm also going to start posting on YouTube. And yeah, like this year, I just feel in my spirit that it's going to be the year that I like, I'm really trying to like go. Like I have this snowball all the way at the top of this mountain. And now I'm just about to push it down and just keep going. Like I have the momentum. I'm just trying to keep going with it. Like, I don't want to, like, all February have all this stuff and just post it and stuff like that. And then March, I just stop. Like, no, I'm trying to keep going until 2021. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Oh, also, one thing I forgot to say. Uh, the reason the project is called 202020 is because it's, it's stupid. And I feel like I don't know how many people actually got this, but it's called 202020 because it is 2020. And my birthday is January 3rd. So when it dropped, I was 20. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Personal touch. <laughs> so what are you working on? That's a better question. What are you working on? That's hilarious that you asked me on this podcast because this is definitely yeah. one of them. <laughs> I'm putting you on the, I mean, besides this, you know? Yeah, totally. No, I feel you. Okay. Well, I, well, when we started this podcast, you said yourself that you started, um, you started more in like art and design and all that, and you moved into music, and I totally relate to that. I have this theory that like people with creative energy in them, they're gonna bounce through projects through their lives, and like we'll all have our main projects, but 
there's always going to be different creative ventures you fall on. Definitely. <laughs> and so, like, I, I definitely still do the music thing. Obviously, I'm here at WKNC. <laughs> but, um, but right now, I've, I've found myself in a rabbit hole of writing. That's, like, the big mm-hmm. thing I go for. I have... I feel you on that whole trying to get your business stuff separated because uh, as someone who <laughs> I'm not even in school anymore for music, I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dropped that. I also agree with you. It wasn't doing anything for me. And so I let it go because it was just taking up time that I could have spent actually learning things. Um, but I am finishing my degree this semester. And I realized that if I really want to like pursue this art stuff, I'm, I'm building my portfolio right now. It's really what I'm working for. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I got uh, a website where I sort through and, and post stories and I'm, I have friends that I'll send things to and have them edit. And, and it's just kind of like one of those phases where you're learning and you're also building your portfolio at the same time. I definitely think we're mm-hmm. both kind of in the middle of that right now, like trying to learn how to do business stuff while continually yeah. making your stuff. That I'm trying to balance it. Uh, I think of, for the most part, I have like a good balance of it because it'll be one day i have to sit down and make nothing but beats. And then the next day, I'll, like, handle out and hash out a whole bunch of stuff, like, so that I can post and stuff like that. Like, just ideas and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I totally feel that. I, I'm i trying to uh, get better at it right now, but I'm still still getting used to my class schedule and all that. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it, but I have I have a planner dedicated just to my art stuff, like completely separate from school and work. It's just a planner of, of things I plan to do and things that I am doing. And I'm trying mm-hmm. so hard to balance creating with sharing, you know? Yeah. See, I have a big ass calendar like that I just bought on my wall. Like, yeah, it has a couple of like personal things on there. But besides that, I'm going to use it for like to be like, this is the day that this will drop, and then this is the day that this drops, and then this is the day that this drops. This is the day I need to do this. Like, I'm, I'm going to write all my, you know, what I need to be doing, what needs to be happening on those days and stuff like that. So Yeah, I totally feel that. And I, I, I do, like, sometimes throw little personal things here and there, but I, I think mm-hmm. something... At the moment, it just works better when I separate all the areas of life because I feel like there's there's mm-hmm. a lot going on right now. But uh, you have no idea how excited I am to graduate and like completely throw <laughs> away my school planner and just have the one planner. <laughs> Girl, I'm ready. I'm gonna help you burn everything. I got <laughs> amazing, but yeah, <laughs> like also I was I was just looking. Uh, you you released five singles in 2019, and okay. I will link your Spotify. We have. PME, I remember when you came out with Peanut Butter. Just a fun little note I wanted to add in there. Because me and you promised each other that month that we were each going to release a single. And you forgot about uh-huh. that, but still did it. You remember that? Oh, yeah, I did forget. I, I don't know. It might have been my subconscious telling me, like, to do it. Also, something about Peanut Butter that I'm definitely going to say. Um, this, this single is an example of literally if you have something just put it out because i'm gonna be honest the cover art for peanut butter like it look it's a jar of peanut butter but i'm gonna be honest like i don't know why it the day that i like put everything in motion like i don't know why in my head i was like i need to release this tonight like i need to do this tonight so like before i got off work and i literally just went to walmart and just took a picture of a jar of peanut butter and just went home edited it on Snapchat, and then put it up. So you can, like, 
if you have something and you feel like it is not even if you feel like it's good enough if you think that someone out there will enjoy it if you sit in there and it's done put it out like don't hold on to it because if you sit there and hold on to it then you're going to be like you know maybe a year or two in being like why am i not picking up any steam picking up any traction it's because you're holding all your stuff you're not absolutely releasing it that's the thing i've gotten into that like i literally the other day was going through all of my like beats i was just like going through it was like okay i need to delete this like it's not done and i'm not feeling it anymore i need to delete it anything that was like look remotely done i would finish it right then and there put my tag in uh export it to an audio file so that it's ready when i'm about to post it so i have like a good i don't even know maybe like 50 to 60 beats just ready to release. And like a good amount of those are lo-fi songs too. So a lot of those make are going to go on Spotify and iTunes, Apple Music, all that. But yeah, like don't hold on to your stuff. Like if you have a craft and you're passionate about it, you need to let that go. Like put it out so, oh, the, yeah. so the world will know and the world will see it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually one of like the most inspiring Skype calls we had that semester. Because I remember oh, we yeah. were... We were both just sitting there talking about like why we hadn't really put our stuff out there yet and like how we were like, oh, like, like, yeah, I'll do it. But like when the time's right, but the time will, then will never be right. Just start releasing yeah. things, you know, that's straight off jump. The time will never be right. Like, uh, it's weird because we talked about this in the beginning of the year was still the beginning of the year because it's still January. Yeah. Like <laughs> I can I put that motive along with a lot of things. Where, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I need this first, and I need to do this, and I need to do that. Like, no, just do it. Just do it. Like, if you have something, like, don't wait. Like, last year, there was some people that were like, oh, I'm going to wait till New Year's to do this. No, just do it now. Do it now. If you're listening to this and you have something <laughs> you want to do, do it now. Exactly. Leave wherever you are and do it now. Release that song. Put out that Instagram picture or something. I don't know. Just do it. That's the point. Like, Music is supposed to be fun, and you're supposed to have fun, and you're supposed to enjoy it. Regardless, if you have, if you don't have art for it, go take a picture of something. Put that as the art. Uh, if you need someone, text your friends. Be like, hey, I need some help with this. Do you have anyone you know? Like, just put, if you are passionate about it, put it out. Do it. Like, I am urging everyone to just do it. Oh, yeah. it's It's a powerful thing the first time you post something that you make uh, like online, regardless of how much mm -hmm. attention it gets, because it will, it creates this like creative drive in you and you will just be yeah. doing so much more. Like when I put out peanut butter, like I had so much support. Like it was way more support than I actually thought I would get. Like that's when you kind of figure out, you're like, Oh, people actually do want to hear my stuff. Like, and I remember uh, I put out peanut butter, and then I put out, uh, yeah, I put out peanut butter. Uh, then one of my friends, I was texting her, like, just to check in on her and just see how she's doing. She was like, Jonathan, you need to put out more music. Because, like, I I've been listening to peanut butter. You need to put out more music. So I put out the next song. They just kept telling me, you need to put out more music. Someone said, you put out peanut butter, why not put out jelly? So I made jelly. And... uh Another thing, you don't realize how impactful your music is until you actually talk to the people that listen to it. Because I was talking to one of my friends. I was talking to one of my friends, and they basically were like, yes, like, I love it. 
like to the point where it was one day they were driving somewhere and they just felt themselves like having a panic attack or anxiety attack. And she had told me that my song that came on and she had just calmed right down and it helped her to get through like the rest of her day. So like that just kind of opened my eyes like, oh, my gosh, like I can really do something if I really put my energy behind this. I could really like do something big with this for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. See, like, I think a lot of people, um, they kind of doubt themselves when they start something and they worry if like, oh, like, well, what makes me so special to do this thing? But, um, Mm -hmm. but once you start doing something like, honestly, it is so exciting to listen to like your friends doing things that they're passionate about and to listen to your friend, uh, doing anything like, like, honestly, when you release your stuff, like, I love to sit down and listen to it. And, like, your music makes my playlists every time. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, so fun to see your friend doing something they're passionate about and to see them get better every time that they do it. Every time you release a new song, I'm like, dang, this is good. This is just, this is even better than the last one, which was already good. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you might doubt yourself, but then just remember, like, when your friend does something, y- you care about it. And then you want to tell other people, like... I thought it was really cool that um, one time I posted one of your songs on uh, like my Snap story or whatever because I was like really into it. And then like a friend of mine who who has no idea who you are was just like, yo, I checked that song out and it was real good. And I was like, yo, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's wild because it comes, it's weird because it comes from the people that you never expected to come from. Like, uh, I remember when I posted, it comes from the places you didn't think it would and like from the songs you didn't think it would like uh on my project i'll say right now my personal favorite song is 300k and funky monkey like those are my two favorites i love 300k but but keep going (laughs) that's one of my i love it so much like when i made it i literally just kept playing in the car for like a good this was like 2019 i just kept playing in the car but one of my friends i posted on snapchat and i don't use snapchat like at all so i posted it there and she had texted me she was like yo like this project is like dope i love this so much and she was like my favorite song is this and i was like dang i didn't even think anyone really liked that that one or like you know anyone really pay attention to that i thought the two big ones at least would be 300k and maybe uh funky monkey or unexpected but like she had said this was her favorite and she was like yeah i'm going i'm going to tell the whole crew about this and all this type of stuff and i was like yo like that someone that doesn't that barely knows me like this is someone that I used to go to school with and yeah we talked to each other but not like a lot a lot we never really hung out like this was my first time like really having a full conversation with her and she was just like yo it's dope like it's really good so when you put it out support will come from the most unexpected places I'm just gonna say that right now it comes from the people that you really expect it to but, like, it'll be them couple of people that's, like, once they hear it, they're, like, yo, this is good. I'm going to support this, and I'm going to, you know, actually help. Yeah. Like, so that they can get off, take off. Yeah, totally. That's, that's another thing, too. Support. Any, if you have any friends that are doing anything, like, remotely creative that requires support and requires, like, you to help them, I urge everyone to just help them, like support them. Even if it's just you liking the post 
putting on your story, um, commenting, anything like that. Like, it helps a lot. And it means more to us than you really think it does. Because that's the thing that we we need that so that we can make a living. Like, if no one supported us, we would just be weirdos in our rooms or in studios making music for no reason. Like, without y'all support, we would be nothing, basically. Like, I'm going to be honest. We wouldn't be anything. We wouldn't do anything. Yeah, totally. I, I completely agree with that. Um, having, like, supporting the people around you who are doing things, like, I, I always think of it as like um, you have to dish it out to get it back, right? Like you support people and people support you back. If you want people to support mm-hmm. you in life, you got to give them the support, you know? Yeah. And so it's like when, I don't know, if your friend does something and you're like, whoa, that's cool. Let me let me help them like share that or let me see if I can offer them any, any services to help push this or whatever. Um, like if you do that stuff for people, it's going to come back to help you. And then if everyone's supporting each other, we all get to do what we want, you know? <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, when we all are big, then, I mean, we can help each other even more. Because maybe you know this person that I want to work with and I know this person you want to work with. We can connect each other. Like, that's, that's, that's the word of the day right there. Support. Support. <laughs> Support. Support. Like, yeah, yeah. I think about... Um, Because I know we watch a lot of the same people on YouTube and stuff, like people who make Mm -hmm. music and all this. They're never just like one person. They are like a group. Like like even if they make their own stuff, they you know that they're connected to this community. And it's the community that made it big together. Each one person didn't just like blow up on their own. They they built each other up through the whole way. They still support each other. Like you have you have to support needs to be a bigger thing. Like I totally agree with you because you will rise up with your friends or you like, you know, you, you need that support. I get you. Yeah. Like even my friends now, like I have a good handful of friends that also make music and are also putting out music. Like whenever they do it, I try and support them. I try, if they post something like, Hey, it's coming out this day. I'll put it on my story. Be like, yo, everyone go to his page, go his or her page and go check it out. Or, you know, if when it is released, I'll be like, yo, this is even I'm listening to it. Be like, yo, this is heat. This is f- fire. Straight flame. Like, I will put it on my story. I will tell everyone, yo, you need to go check this out. And in all honesty, I expect them to do the same thing. Like, I expect you to listen to it. And I expect you to, you know, actually support me, too. And this kind of stuff, it's it's just, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I, I like, like we like we said I don't know. I don't know how else to say this other than, yes, everyone should support everyone. <laughs> we should support the local scene. We should support our friends and we we should take every shot we get. And this this goes back to something you said earlier where you were talking about how um it's going to come from people like that you least expect and all that. The reason that mm-hmm. I I'm not even a, a personal social media user, to be honest, I just don't have the time mm-hmm. right now. I really don't do it. But um, as far as like using using social media to to promote things that your friends do and all that posting every chance you can for things like like I may not use social media a whole lot but when I do take my shots and post the things that matter to me every post is going to feel a little insignificant when you post it but if you're posting mm-hmm. like let's say you're posting everything you do you're posting all the beats that you're making like oh working on something right now or literally a few minutes ago I took a picture of of me in the studio and put it on my snap story saying that I'm working with PME <laughs> on a podcast um mm-hmm. all these little shots may seem very insignificant but like you said 
you don't know what the one thing you're going to post is that's going to matter to someone or that's going to get you something. So it's like mm-hmm. post everything. Just take all your chances. Why not? Because one of those one of those could could lead somewhere. Like there's been so many I always say this, take every shot you can take. I go to every music event that I have time for. I will put myself out there to meet people and do all this. And there's so many friends that I have that had I stayed in that night or had I just decided not to post that thing, we wouldn't be friends, you know? Yeah, like always, like everything, anything you feel is worthy of like, oh, someone else might enjoy this or someone else might see this, post it. You never know. First, you'll never know who's going to see it, who's going to see it. Like, that one person, that one producer that you really like might have seen it, or that one artist that you really wanted to work with might have seen it, you know? And even for smaller people, you know, for like us, oh yeah, like, tag those people. Like, tag them. The Like, think about it like this. It may be, like, insignificant, like, oh, they get a thousand people that tag them or something. But every once in a while, I know they may go through and be like, oh, let me let me check this out. Like, for example, um, the other day uh, when I put my thing up for promotion, uh, I was getting just a whole bunch of likes and stuff, like a couple follows here and there. And, you know, I wasn't paying any attention to any of them, but it was one for some reason. Like, I just had a fee. I just, it was something in me. I was like, okay, let me check this profile out real quick. So I click on it. And I was like, oh, shoot. And it was someone who at work with uh, a boogie in the hood with the uh, boogie with the hoodie or whatever. And Queen Nigel for one of the songs that I actually really liked by them. Like he had followed me and he would, you know, he was on my profile. So you never really know who's watching or who's going to, you know, be on your page. Who's going to be that one person to like that post and that one person to share that uh, post that you had, share the beat, you know. So put everything out everything you have out yeah i totally agree and i love being able to talk about this with people who are like on our level because honestly like i i love (laughs) listening to like artists talk about oh and this is how i did this and this is how i did that but all these people i'm watching they've they've in a sense have made it to a certain degree that i guess we're, we're trying to still I don't know. You know, we can get into a whole conversation about how making it is really subjective because it's, it depends on what mm-hmm. you want out of what you're doing, you know? But um, yeah. it's nice to see, like, like younger, or not younger, smaller creators who are just getting into yeah. it. Like, <laughs> talking about this is really nice because I think the representation usually is, like, people who've already pushed beyond limits and, and they're not, you know, like, I, I, I work a few different jobs and so, like, I don't have all the time in the world to just do this. But to know that mm-hmm. people on our level are doing this kind of stuff like in their free time even if it's not a whole lot of free time like it's it's a very nice conversation i think to be had because it's there are people plenty of people in the world like us and as someone who works at wknc and works in like the smaller scene um Mm -hmm. it's just nice to see that people are are trying to support each other and trying to figure this thing out you know yeah like it, it it helps like 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 you said i mean it goes back around to you know just being around people that are like-minded and people that are you know also doing the same thing as you like and even for the people that you know so-called made it like even then they're going to come to you and be like hey can you help me with this like i have a friend who you know i'm going by numbers but that doesn't really mean you know he's bigger than i am but well it kind of does but (laughs) 
he has a certain amount of Instagram followers and I have a certain amount, you know, every once in a while he'll hit me up. He'll be like, Hey, can you send me a couple of beats? I'm just like, yeah, I got you. Like, cause I want you to, I want you to succeed and I want to succeed. So obviously I'm going to help you out. You're going to help me. Like, either, like making it doesn't mean anything yeah. to certain people. Like there'll be some people like say if you had made it or whatever, I know for a fact that you, I would be one of the first people you'd be like, hey, I need your help on this. Oh, yeah. Because you know that I know what I'm doing. So it's good to have your close-knit community, like tight-knit community of people that, you know, know what they're doing and love what they're doing. Exactly. That's where, that's where I guess the idea of making it is, um, it just really depends on what you're looking for. Because honestly, as, as long as I... I'm doing this forever and I never just give up and, and stop doing this. I think that in a sense we've made it, you know? Yeah. Like you, if you're doing, you're releasing your music right now, you're putting it out there and people are listening to it. You've already made it. You're just trying to grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. Like once I got, in my opinion, once I got that one person to listen to peanut butter, I know I made it. Cause I was like, people are enjoying this. That's all I really wanted. I'm helping people out in a sense. I'm bringing joy to the world, you know, quote unquote, bro, bringing joy to the world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, like you said, I'm just trying to grow bigger, trying to get bigger, trying to accumulate more fans. Yeah. And uh, I think, I think this is a good note to, to end it on because I, <laughs> I totally, um, I think that's something that should never be overlooked is that y- you may, I, I'm not like dreaming that I'll make millions or anything. I would just love to pay off my student loans and be able to write all day long. <laughs> that would be <laughs> such a dream. Um, but it's like, I remember I was blown away because one of my absolute favorite bands, Modern Diet, and uh, their song Red Eye, which I've always claimed to be like my favorite song since I heard it. Um, mm-hmm. I, one day I went on on Spotify and I just looked up the artist because I listened to the song all the time, but I never looked at the artist profile. And when I really mm-hmm. got into like looking at it, they have like a few thousand listens. Like they were very tiny, very tiny mm-hmm. band from New Jersey. And it, it hit me so hard to realize that because I, I claim this to be one of my favorite bands and they still are. And it's like, it doesn't matter how big or small this band is. I In my eyes, they're legendary. And in someone's yeah. eyes, you can be totally legendary that's it's how many people doesn't matter it's that you're making stuff you're passionate about and if that one person out there gets value from it it's just worth it you know yeah 100 percent. something that people you know say in church a lot at least pastors at least they'll say you know if even if it's only one person in the pew they're still gonna preach like regardless totally <laughs> <laughs> all right do you have any did you have any final notes you wanted to throw in there um, nothing I can really think of, no. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I really enjoyed talking about all this. Of course. You know I love talking with you. <laughs> it's always fun. Yes. And this is this has been PME on Spotify. And uh, what, what other platforms do you go off of now? Okay. Um, on you can look me up on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, all your streaming services. Uh, just look up PME. You'll more than likely find a little purple monkey somewhere along the internet. Um, 
on Instagram. It's pme.jib. I'm on Twitter. I don't use it that much, but I'm still there uh, at purple m13. And yeah, I have a Facebook page, which is pme.jib, but I don't really use it. I'm getting into it. Maybe I don't know yet. <laughs> it's all a part of the 2020 business plan. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was Get Psyched. Get Psyched, new DIY series, second episode, PME. Thank you for listening.